Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. On a sunny uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, as the world crumbles around us, Gavin, uh, it's our duty somewhat to... Uh, Report on the happenings in the National Basketball Association. Yeah, I've not watched as much because I've been watching Red Dawn all, right, all okay. week. Uh, yeah. Preparation. Watched Threads yesterday. <laughs> really? Very topical. Yeah. Very t- yeah. <sighs> it's a it's bit much. It's very frightening. <laughs> when the wind blows. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, I watched a Kurgzag video on like, what happens literally before I came about an hour ago on like, what would happen if a nuclear bomb was detonated in a sea. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about You'll it. You'll not know about it. You won't know about it. You won't know about it. Yeah. It will before you know it. Like yeah. water flicked on the bottom of an iron, a fizzle and gone. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, scary times, uh, I'm sure we can all agree. Uh, but um, we'll plough on, regardless. Um, well, the NBA will, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, David Stern was never shy to uh, have meetings with Mr. Putin. Um, I'm sure Adam Silver is a... Not really concerning myself about current events that much. At the minute. It's been strangely quiet on that front, hasn't it? Actually, the NBA. His whole thing is uh, corporate, 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 mm. and stay out of that as much as possible. And f- to be fair, I think he is uh, probably much more liberal when it comes to players airing their views mm. than Stern ever would be. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. So I think that's kind of like his get-out clause, that like I, me, myself, the NBA, we don't endorse any of these opinions, but we just create a, a place where opinions can be aired. But it's not, ah, just so you know, it's not us. You know, David Stern always made it quite clear he worked for the owners, not the players, didn't he? Where yeah. Adam Silver's kind of tried to... Skirt that line a bit yeah, more? Yeah, a bit more, yeah, yeah. Skirt that line a bit more. I, th- I think he's just savvy enough to know that you can't, I don't know, it's a difficult product, isn't it? You don't want to end up like baseball, do you? Where it's, Dead, left yeah. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, so you've got to, you've got to move with the times and the times move. But also it's a difficult one because, A, they're not trying to watch baseball in China. They're not trying to watch the NFL in China. They do quite like the NBA though. Yeah. So it's the same with Russia. If you know, there's a lot of, it must be a difficult tightrope for him to walk as commissioner in that regard. Mm, very much so. Just going back to on-court stuff. Um, the Phoenix Suns on our last pod, we kind of possibly didn't take them that seriously as title contenders, but um, they really seem to be separating themselves from the bunch, don't they? Now, even with Chris Paul out. Um, well, no, I, I watched the, I watched them Jazz and the Suns last Sunday. Yes, Hubie on the call. Yeah, 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 all of it, all of it. And without Chris Paul, they look to be a bit struggly. Yeah, so, other than Devin Booker, they don't have a creator. They don't have like the Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson type. There's not many who can, and the system itself doesn't generate, like the ball doesn't swing around enough to generate opportunities. So, without Chris Paul, when it slows down in the playoffs, I don't 
think and it's interesting much... they didn't go like for like and replace him in the starting lineup with the point guard did they, they yeah. kind of just thought we'll just start our best five and let Booker sort of carry us through this period and stuff and it's it works so far. It, it works it? to a it works yeah. to a point, doesn't it? But it's the regular season, and that's that's what if you know what I mean. There's it's in the fishbowl, but not under the microscope at this point. Yeah, and that that's what I'm concerned about. That it just seemed to stagnate towards. There were just periods in the third and fourth quarters where you're like, this is. Uh, even though the score was close, it never felt mm. close. Yeah, because it just felt like at any moment it would stagnate Do you know it just feels like they're having to scheme and plan for every bucket yeah they've been helped by the fact that west is relatively weak compared to the east which is a crazy thing to be saying yeah it's that's boxed 20 years yeah i mean um the warriors as we mentioned on the last pod have really missed draymond green and it's um it's becoming more evident as place it's becoming a thing people say more and more and more often and more regularly about yeah. Draymond Green is, it, it's oh, m- is Draymond Green done? I don't know it's a strange one he is he of, done? I don't think so well let me ask you this is he done as a piece you can you can count on to be part of something is he, is he done as a piece you could build really around? never really been that injury prone so it's a weird one he kind of when he went out there was no thought that he was going to be out this long so it's I don't know when you look at Draymond does Draymond strike you as a man who looks after himself in the same way LeBron does. No, but his game's more sort of upstairs, isn't it? You know, but that's not, that's not the, if you know what I mean, yeah. you, can have the, you can have a sharp brain, but if your body's breaking down, you can't, and some people are all right until they aren't. We'll see, I mean, I don't know. But, um, it seems to be he comes back and then he's gone again, and he yeah. comes back and then he's gone again. And I think they've missed him more offensively than defensive, though that's the thing, it's like, Yes, Steph's there's nobody really in the front court that can... No, nah, I mean, the Warriors' offence over these championship years have always been built on that. Either Draymond at the sort of top of the key. Elbow. Sort of looking for the, yeah, looking for the mismatches and the switches and just threading, you know, the passes in and stuff like that and just seeing the mistakes. There's nobody in, that, there's nobody in their front yeah. court with his hands. No, I mean, even when they had Andrew Bogut and the like, you know, he great at that little dribble handoff game with Steph. He's a really good passer, but yeah, yeah, really exactly. underrated, yeah. intelligent. And then David West is the same. The minute you're there, just a bit in... They've never... They've not got another guy like that on the roster now. And he's always like that, isn't it? The Zaza, the fucking... Yeah. The Varajau. There's yeah. always like a experienced yeah, yeah. centre who can play at the just elbow. to move the ball, yeah. But, I mean, There's not really anybody like speaking that. Speaking of people who've done Andre Godala, I think maybe closer to the end than Draymond. Uh, I think he's been done just, for quite a while. Yeah. I think he's been done for a few years. I think yeah. he was done when he left. Yeah. I don't, I'm not yeah. sure why. Yeah. If they're going to be relying on him to play any meaningful minutes in the playoffs, I think they could be in trouble. So, yeah, it's been a struggle. They've lost eight out of the last ten and uh, got beat by the Lakers of all teams. Of last all teams, night, yes. Uh, you know, uh, if the alarm bells aren't ringing uh, after that loss. Did you, watch the, did you watch the Lakers-Dallas game? I did, That's yes. caused all the ripples. <laughs> LeBron asked off. Did he ask off? I didn't necessarily see that. It was a strange one. Um, what do you make of Lucas? Uh, you were questioning his uh, commitment uh, a few pods ago, and uh, he's certainly Mark Cuban made a few comments about he's maybe been shamed into getting into shape, kind of thing. After looking a little doughy, if we yeah, no, no, I still think it's the same. I think it's some one of those with all the ability in the world, and the NBA is filled with careers of players who had all the ability in the world but didn't win, and then. There's two types of rings in the NBA. There is the wing, the ring where you are a part of that, like a big part of that. And then there's the, the David Reskers ring, the little wink-wink for the old hairdos. If you know what I mean, not all rings are equal. 
like the, the, the league, the, like the history of the league is filled with players who had all the ability and didn't get to be that, like the, the ring ring. And then they went chasing the, the other ring, the like Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't yeah. get the ring. And it, it, and part of that is, you know what, Chuck? If you'd have got in shape, you'd have, you'd have had more gas in those fourth quarters. Like that's, it's, it's on you, bro. If you know what I mean? Like that's, that's why you could compete with Scotty Pippen. Cause did you see his, his body fat level compared to yours? And after a good hour and a half of basketball, you, you can't compete at the same levels. And I, I, I don't know. I still think if he's going to get a ring, it'll be 39 year old weird mishap misfits together there. I think he'll be at Dallas forever because Cuban, Cuban obviously that takes care of, of them yeah, yeah. in the in another. If you know what I mean, the salary cap isn't nothing to Mark Cuban or let's say a shell company. So if you speak to his lawyer, will help <laughs> you set up a shell company. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna <laughs> reassignate some of this bond. Like if you know what I mean, like there's yeah, he's got ways of paying them and keeping them there. They're doing well with not very much talent around him, though. Aren't they? That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I think he is one of those who is good enough to always get, but. You know, is he going to end up like a Pistol Pete Maravich or something? That in 30 years, people will talk about this Luka Doncic, but everybody will always go, well, when I look at the paper, he's not there in the records. Yeah, Jason Kidd. I know he listens to the show, so... Uh, Jason Kidd? very critical, Jason, but... Uh, I'm going to carry on as well. Have you learned to coach yet, Jace? <laughs> so far... Uh, <laughs> Definitely going better for him than it is for Rick Carlisle in Indiana, that's for sure. Yes, yes, which is strange because that looks like a marriage made in fundamentals heaven. Yeah, uh, the Lakers, we mentioned, beat the Warriors, but uh, that soap opera continues to uh, roll on. I mean, we recorded just before the All-Star weekend, didn't we? And yeah. LeBron James uh, throwing his usual sort of darts to the media and stuff about you know what he wants to do going down the line and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, we, we saw this coming, didn't we, a mile away? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. There is a man who is now on borrowed time because... Um, 56 against the Warriors last night, by the way. Yeah, 56 yeah. against the Warriors. You can do that on occasion. You can do that on occasion, but he's got to do that on occasion. Do you know what that means? That means that the usual seven minutes a night he can give that actually goes down to three or four minutes a night for the next two weeks while he yeah. recovers. It's... He is a man with finite resources who has very cleverly learned how to marshal those in the same way Chris Paul does. If you know what I mean? That people talk like LeBron would be hoping to be in that phase now where he can be the facilitator and take over when he's needed because that's realistically all his tank's got in it. So Frank Vogel's got the look of a man who's like, I don't give a fuck what happens now. It's just yeah, like, yeah. I'm done here. It's just, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, and part of being LeBron's coach is getting fired. Yeah, there's always going to be a fall guy. It's not going to be him. Is I it? firmly believe that's why he probably that's why he left Miami because Spolster was more important to the Heat than he was. Well, yeah, Pat Riley wasn't going to fucking yeah, yeah. Much it was he was, you know. LeBron, who you know, he always gives it. Except for do you remember those couple of weeks when he got David Blatt fired? By, we tried to get Spolster by, fired. Remember the yeah. you know walking away from the timeouts and shit when tried it on early in his Heat career, didn't he? Yeah, Pat yeah. Riley was like, no, no, mate. It's like, yeah. yeah. I remember fully that bit where he was just inviting people to take corner threes yeah. and stuff to get black fired. Funny that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the West, Westbrook petulance with the press is quite amusing. Um, he's like a, like a mahdi 12-year-old at this point. Whenever he gets asked any kind of question, isn't he? He's, uh, he's just no awareness. No. It's like he doesn't know anything about basketball other than how to play it. 
Like he's not. It's not like it's like he doesn't watch other teams. He's not yeah, aware yeah. of how the game moves or yeah, changes. Yeah, yeah. He just thinks that it's, all right. Everything should bend to my will, and like his that, that day has run out now. He plays like he's got a blindfold on sometimes. <laughs> the number of times he just drives to the hoop and it's not a blindfold, but blinkers. Yeah, yeah, but blinkers. blinkers. Yeah. Uh, straight up blinkers. Did you it, see the uh, DeAndre Jordan pass to uh, someone's face in the front row? <laughs> <laughs> Was, uh, DeAndre Jordan. He was released the day after. I think Philly had picked him up there. Well, 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 good highlights. Did you see Yanis's recovery block on Butler? That, I did. Yeah. That just it was like a body bag dunk. Just mm. oh, Jimmy just on his knees on the floor, looking for <laughs> ref for help. Yeah, I did enjoy the uh, what's his name, uh, big man, Denver. Jokic, <laughs> yeah, the Jokic pass to yeah. Monty Morris, which uh, he failed to drain the three. It was the most ridiculous pass I've ever seen. Like, that she whipped it over his head and the defender's head without the defender even realised what was going on. It was what? Uh, see, Boogie Cousins dropped thirty the other yeah, night yeah. for him. <laughs> Back, yeah. Well, Denver could make some noise. I think. When you think about it, though. That system is perfect for him to be backing up Jokic no, because just come off the bench and well, yeah, do your thing and score. That's what Boogie yeah. Jokic does a lot of what Boogie Cousins did, yeah. but a lot better. Yeah. But Boogie can't move anymore, but neither can Jokic. So if you don't I mean the whole system's built around yeah, yeah. a slow center who's got good hands. Yeah, yeah. And Boogie Cousins has good hands. Yeah, yeah. If not feet anymore. Yeah, he's been a good pickup for available to all thirty teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I don't think there's many that could, but I think it, it's like Denver were already built up perfectly to assimilate him into the system because they're so heavily built around what Jokic does. Mm. That if Jokic isn't there, you can slot him in and he'll do a good enough job. Yeah. Have you seen much of the Harden Embiid combo? I've watched yet? a fair bit. Yeah, not really played any games of. Not really uh, played any games, but I would say to beat up the Knicks. What I would say is those two as. Um, Two pieces of a puzzle mesh together, two games that mesh together in the way that I could never ever see Simmons and Embiid meshing no, together. No, no, no. I can't see a I can't see a much better meshing of two players together in terms of like no. <clears throat> their the amount their ability and the like the potential for that to be effective. The amount of double teams they're going to draw is just. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare, isn't it, for the team? So uh, you can see them making some noise in the playoffs yeah. just with that. I also yeah. think that yeah, some of those players that didn't necessarily shoot great are going to shoot a lot easier now because they're going to be wider yeah. open looks. Massively, yeah. It's not even double teams. It's like a hardened pick and roll at the top mm. of the key. There's going to be two open sixes in the corners. Just yeah. hey, yeah, he's on a different level, passer than uh, the man who never plays basketball is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I. Embiid's never played with any... I think both of those two have never played with anybody that complements each, other. yeah, each yeah, yeah. other's game so much. Yeah, scary. I do like those Sixers unis, the, uh, the Spectrum ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. There have been some good ones. That that uh, that Bucks one's the other night where they had the purple in it. Yes. Yeah, like the old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the greens like, where they'd yeah. thrown that purple in it. It's nice. Yeah. It's come a long way since that abomination with Cream City written across the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. Minnesota is still rolling out that uh, horrible green affair. Yes. Yeah. I've been watching quite a bit of those. The of fun the, site, the, fun the team. There they are. Yeah, the game of the Cavs was fun the other night. They're um, the two most fun teams to watch, yeah, I think. There's a lot really of hype are. about the uh, a lot of hype about the, the Hornets or whatever, but mm, I think those two I'd much rather watch. 
Yeah. Kevin Love, uh, resurgence. Um, perfect role for him now. I'd say just... Yeah, elder statesman. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's accepted that now, yeah. if you know what I mean. It's like he's just le- years, lent into the grey wings. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't deny it. You're going to deny it for so long. Yeah. Um, just going back to the Philly Knicks. Uh, JJ Reddick was on the colour commentary on ESPN. Ah. That one, so they bumped him up. Yeah. Uh, from Smart getting move. shouted at by Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. To actually doing sort of meaningful basketball content. Yeah. Uh, he well, sounded you, like a natural. He's yeah, you've really got to get good. away from that. that, that. That ESPN nonsense. studio of yeah, people yeah, yeah. who don't know anything about basketball shouting loudly to cover that cover up for that fact. Yeah, he was good. Enjoyed him. Vince, I still think uh, he's finding his feet on TNT. He's just. I thought he'd be a natural at it, but he's a bit anodyne. He doesn't really yeah, say anything. He's, he's no insight offered. He, it's he's not even that. I just tries not to tread on anybody's toes. Very good at speaking on TV. <laughs> he just seems to like mince his words quite a bit. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, so say he's been out a year or so now. So it's it's entering uh, Chris Webber territory at times. It's a bit like, eh, not quite sure you're quite out for this. Chris Webber's like the colour commentator on fucking dodgeball. You know, that, no, that, I'll forget that, the guy that's always in there that doesn't say anything. Yeah. yeah we Water's wet, that. Bill. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah. One thing I did want to run past you as well. I saw on Twitter there's a... Can be a white men can't jump reboot. What the fuck's uh, going on there? Do we really need that? Does anyone need that? What's, what's the audience for that? I don't, I don't, I don't get that one. I don't understand that. Yeah, you're not gonna really gonna ever find two people who are nailed on for those roles on Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes or so. Either. Oh. I'm not quite sure why that takes us. It's seems like an odd one. Come up with a new idea, possibly. I yeah, know. I mean, you could make another film about basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, isn't it anything to just drag up? Out that can save you the hassle of writing something new. Yeah. Any other uh, recent ones? The Bulls have been uh, still fun to watch. I watched the game the other night. And DeRozan's had a month, hasn't he? He does. He does. Some month on month off for DeMar yeah, at the moment. Um, some wilt-like figures banding around from the you know thirty-five points and X amount and whatever rebounds, assists. Never been done before in the history of the league, and he's just mastered that little sweet spot, hasn't he? In the in the paint where he can just yeah operate like a surgeon and I think you mentioned Bernard King on the last pod it really is entering that territory he's like he's got his four spots he can get to yeah. there's very little that, that, he can do about that's it what he reminds eight. me of he yeah, reminds yeah. me of the fucking Andrew Tony-esque like yeah. volume shooter of, yeah, yeah. of the bygone day if you know what I mean yeah. that that guy who did you remember there, were, there used to be guys who would come on and light it up but they were good for 10 points like Rolando Blackman's of the yeah, world 10 points yeah, in 10 yeah. minutes and yeah. like that was that and it was you know because Scoring buckets wasn't necessarily the highest valued trait, I don't think. Because he's Always. got that as well. He's got that mid-range, but he can still yam on people when he wants to. He's still got that. Still remember how super athletic he was when he was younger. He's still got that. So he can still dunk on people when he feels like it as well. He's so bigger than you think as well. Yeah, he's legit like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, yeah, yeah so. he's, he's bigger than you think. He plays like somebody who's a few inches sh- shorter yeah. than him. So it's like easy to... Le- switch off of him but yeah yeah, yeah it's just I mean who do you put on him you put a smaller guy on him you're just going to post him up and put a bigger guy you can't stay with yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so uh, it's great to see because I've always loved his game it's yeah yeah I think a lot of it is that isn't it you just need somebody who can free him up to do that like let him do yeah, what he yeah. does because a load of it books what is like received wisdom these days lay up some threes if you know what I mean he's exact opposite of that I've enjoyed watching a Billy Donovan team I never thought I'd say it <laughs> Not many people. Billy Donovan's enjoying it. And I bet he never thought he didn't enjoy watching an NBA team he coached. I watched the game against the Bucks the other night and uh, 
Grayson Allen was getting the treatment from the crowd, obviously, because of the yeah. Cruz thing. And uh, did you see Derek Jones just fucking hip checked him under the ball? Yeah. Like I got a flagrant. Tried to elbow him in the head and just missed. Basically. <laughs> Fuck that guy, I don't like him. Yeah. He's got the kind of face you want to smack. Yeah, I'm sorry, Grayson Allen. That's what he does, isn't he? He's an irritant. Yeah, yeah, He's a heel. Yeah, and then he tried to trip uh, the sun new later in the game and stuff. He's, he's just a dirty player. Yeah, yeah, his whole game is around that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. The title thing is, there's no clear sort of favourites, really. I mean, we'll see what happens with Milwaukee. They've, I think Lopez is due back any time, isn't he? So that will make a huge difference to them. They really missed him. But um, they're they not like really the f- firing on all... Chris Middleton's not really having the year he was last year. I think he? maybe Chris Middleton had... Chris the Middleton's career. trajectory mm. might have peaked out and then because he's not improving, because he spent a lot of time improving, mm. the, everybody's like, oh, but... I, I don't know. I think he's one of those, like, I don't know. You look at Giroud Holiday's numbers, they're up and down over his whole career, but a lot of it goes with role injuries around you, isn't it? Yeah, these playoffs. workload you take. For me, it's the Bucks, the favourite, just because I think Yanis is by far and away the best player in the league. We saw what he did last year in the playoffs. I mean, we'll see what After nearly bending his leg off. We'll see what happens with the Nets, but as I mentioned on the last part, I just, I don't see it. I just don't see how it comes together that quickly. I don't see what they do that no. isn't stoppable by a conventional basketball team as well, yeah. and they aren't the conventional basketball yeah. team. Looks like Joe Harris is done for the year as well. Yeah, so. so, so. But yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, we shall see. Do you want to uh, open the uh, gates? Uh, the Clarence Weatherspoon Hall of Fame, haven't we? crack them open. We're in his yard as well, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be back shortly. <laughs> Uh, right, let's crack the gates. Um, this one probably long overdue, actually. Uh, yeah, I think sure. his name was provisionally on the Hall of Fame gates, wasn't it? Yeah. At one point. Um, I don't know how we've not got round to him till this far into the pod. A man who, uh, when I first met you, he was a player we kind of got giddy about. Yes. Have you seen this guy? Yes. And uh, he was like, yes, I have. He's, uh, he's quite exciting. Uh, one, Alan Isael Iverson. <sighs> born... June 7th, 1975, so just a little older than me and you. Yeah, just a little older than me. Um, Two years older than me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he burst on the scene, obviously, as a rookie. I can remember seeing the uh, rookie game. I got the rookie copy of Slam. The rookie game, yeah. I got the rookie copy of Slam that year were coming out, you know, where they just had um, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything, I forgot who it was or what, but it was like, oh, this is the person I should try and find something to see or yeah. in this class and then i saw the the which i'm sure we'll get to in more detail then i saw the crossover mm. the the one on mike and that was like the first bit of footage i actually saw yeah i remember reading about him in slam i've been at georgetown he heard this guy but you wouldn't really get college games over here no no nothing like that so it was it was just a thing they had one every year where it had like the like the rookie review or something you could buy it it was like a glossary like, I think I picked it up in a... I'm, sh- I'm sure I picked it up in a... I'm sure I picked it up at Victoria Station in, like, a WH Smiths for a coach ride back from London or something because I couldn't... You just couldn't get it here. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean? So I picked it up and I read it, and it was obvious that Alan... I don't even remember who else was in his draft. 
Uh, was it Marcus Camby, possibly? I think he probably was. Yeah. Was but I don't even remember who he was in. It was the Kobe draft as well, wasn't it? Maybe. It was yeah, it Actually, was. Yeah. yeah, it was the Kobe draft as well, yeah. So Yeah, I mean, he was... Um, if you've watched any of the documentaries... We sound dumb as shit now. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was the Kobe draft, it was, yeah. Um, Give me a break. This was, what, 20 years ago now? Yeah. If you've seen any of the documentaries and whatnot, you know, and he was a ridiculous athlete in high school, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, yeah, there were the stories he played quarterback. Quarterback, punt return, or whatever. He was basically could have, well, possibly not played in the NFL because they didn't probably go for five foot 11 quarterbacks <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> them. But uh, yeah, he was an all state athlete and um, obviously it's well documented what happened with the bowling alley incident and stuff and the jail time. He basically got stitched up big time by. Uh, isn't it? Uh, a bunch of racist cunts, basically, yeah. by the looks of it. That, 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 it doesn't yeah. look good for anybody involved, yeah. that. No. Not him for... He should have just ducked out. Yeah. He should have been smart enough to realise he was the only person in there with anything to lose. So, yeah. uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, ended up at Georgetown. and um, He was an all-defensive sort of player because he was so quick. Steals. Hands here, it was steals yeah, yeah, and just, fast breaks. So he was like, I think he was defensive player of the year twice in college, which... Not really known for his defense in the NBA, but his, <laughs> no. his athletic ability and his speed was so far ahead of everyone else in college. It was just unfair, wasn't it? it was yeah, yeah. It was just somebody who was playing at the wrong level. Uh, yeah, so it came in the '96 draft, wasn't it? So uh, he won Rookie of the Year in '97. Yep. And um, that dope Sixers uniform. I've got time. it. Before, I've got it. I've still got the Iverson Rookie Year yeah, vest. Before they switched to the the black one, which wasn't the horrible fan, black one. That's the that's going to be the saddest part about Alan Iverson that he uh, his career, like when you're going to look back at his career it'll be in like the the NBA worst looks in terms of shiny, uniforms and stuff yeah, yeah yeah that blue one that yeah. shiny like like t-shirts you rip the sleeves off I don't just look like they're heading for a dip set video yeah yeah, 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 just, oh. like, yeah. Um, but yeah we uh, we were in love with the Reeboks he wore weren't we you yes the first really one get the answer them over here, could you no. Um, and because he was quite small, they looked really fucking dope on his feet with a little toe box and stuff. Yeah, the red toe box. I can box. remember getting a pair like years later and because I've got big trotters. <laughs> it's just <so> ridiculous. <laughs> it was like, what, what type of G unit video or something? But, oh. um, they looked amazing on him and it was just that style. He was just... It's that little fro. I hate to use that fucking hip-hop generation quote and shit because it, it's quite tacky and it's a bit Scoop Jackson-y and stuff. But he, yeah. but he really did bring that... Kind of, he was. He seemed like someone our age who'd kind of grown up on the same kind of music, a bit like Jalen Rose and people like that. And it, it kind of was like it was a sort of not passing of the torch, if you will, but from the Jordan, Magic, Bird era. This was like it was definitely like it felt like a new generation I saw type it, of player, I, I, didn't it? I look back and I see it more as um, you might stay might stay with me for a minute on this analogy. Go for it. But I see it more as like punk. So like punk is an ethos and not a frozen in time fashion movement. Mm -hmm. I think there's nothing there's nothing punk about sixty year old men with pink mohawks. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. If punk was a rejection of all that went before it, yes. then to be a punk now is the least punk thing. And I think that's what I mean, that like it was like a burning down of all the moors that yeah. had gone in the league before. Like they had to change rules in, in the game, the rules well, around the how dress the dress code. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it, it was a complete sort of we've worked revolution. Hard, we've worked hard to make this league less black and more acceptable to middle America. Yes, 
Um, and it was a, it was a revolution. Take it by the other way, David Stern was obviously shitting himself. It was a revolution, in yeah. like the and, and not one led from the top. It, yeah. it was a true like democratic yeah. revolution that yeah. like you couldn't you couldn't escape it because they were the jerseys that sold the most. There were the you could buy and ones in every shop on the yeah. corner and I'd stuff like. I'd love to like, know a statistic on how many tattoos. How many appeared in the league in after the league before AI and before after. and after. See, it's almost like he gave everyone the green light, didn't he? Headbands, just, yeah, yeah, headbands, the cornrows, the cor- yeah. like it was just an, a rejection of everything that had gone before the in like the sleeves, yeah, the, yeah, everything. It, was, it just yeah. pushed whatever you could in terms of mm. what you could wear and present yourself just visually, yeah. And it was, it was a complete revolution in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked more like he was in Mob Deep than. Yeah, some of it was some an of R&B it, group, which you know. some of it was like it just went too far, and someone and and I'm fairly sure that this would be a theme that you would hope Alan would acknowledge now that um, Alan just needs somebody somewhere at various points in various ways in his life to go. Al, mate, we just need to wind this back a bit. I quite like the fact he didn't. Though. I think that's why I like him so. I think he's aged like a fine wine. It's like you see him now at the games and stuff. And he's still rocking, like, he still looks like he's walked out of a Jane. Yeah, yeah. In, like, 2002, he's still got the chains on, the Gucci, whatever. He, All that know. aside, <laughs> I, I um, and we probably won't get too much into it because we're not sure we don't really do that, but, like, he seems to have had quite a chaotic life off the yeah. court, though. And, oh, massively, I mean. And a lot of it is because of that personality, Yeah, I, I suspect, so. I mean, you can imagine coming from the background he did and then yeah. basically you're worth how many millions hundreds and hundreds of millions and all the pressures that comes with that the people who want hands out you know stuff and uh, he obviously struggled to cope with it at times yeah. didn't he? Like yeah. famously he never lifted weights he didn't really work out he just literally used to turn practice <laughs> eat at TJ Fridays every not be day. sober <laughs> yeah exactly and um, it's quite well documented isn't it and, uh, yeah drag that Sixers team with very little talent around him to the finals, isn't he? Under well, it's not even that. I mean, if you if you didn't see it and live through it, the best comp I can give is you know those three games like a few years ago where Isaiah Thomas was good for the Celtics mm. in the playoffs. Yeah, that like for that a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that bossed the league for a decade, pretty much. It changed the way teams sort of schemed on defense and stuff. Because uh, yeah, there's, you know, the move now it's known as the Iver- Iverson cut, where he, he, you know, he'd cut from the three point line across, you know, top of the foul line and stuff, and it was like wasn't really done before that kind of move. He kind of made that area like, what do you do when he's out there? Do you come and front him up and go, oh, he's going to get to the hoop or he's just going to drain yeah. you know, the, the jump shot on you? And uh, he was attacking the rim with abandon, didn't he? Like, a bit like John Morant. Yeah, you know, yeah. He was a lot smaller. I mean, he was, he, push to say he was six foot, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd he looked 5'10 flesh, to me. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked a good, yeah. he looked small. Yeah, he really did, didn't he? If you know what I mean, in that, Ish Smith, Isaiah Thomas way, who, if you saw that bloke in the pub, that's a big lad. But then you, on that court, he looked small, but was unstoppable. Yeah, he really was. It was the quickness, wasn't it? And the handles, obviously. It was the quickness, the handle, and that change of pace, that step, like not just, not only to speed up, but to stop. Mm. And that's what kept people on edge, if you know what I mean. He was one of those, he was one of those dudes who's, who do you with an ankle break by stopping. You know, like the Top Gun, yeah. like crossover and stop dead and whoff. Remember when you went to university? Didn't you go and try and see him at the, at the Brixton Wreck? Yeah, yeah, yeah it didn't pan out <laughs> well for me. People, Brixton Wreck in 1999. He got out of hand that night. That day, he did <laughs> got out of hand. <laughs> Shout out to anybody that was there. Oof, I left. I left. I stuck out like a uh, sore thumb. Yeah. 
He was huge though, wasn't he? Back then he was He was massive for that yeah. reason. He was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the other thing. So uh I know you do you watch Succession? I've only ever seen like a couple of episodes. So the eldest son, the one who's like hip hop, uh his kid's oh, he's called supposed, I- supposed to be uh, James Murdoch. Yeah, his kid's called Iverson. Is he? His kid's what, called the, I- Yeah, yeah. And the first oh. time you, you say it, it made me laugh out loud <laughs> because it's so perfect for somebody of that age to call their kid Iverson that guy, if mm. you know what I mean. It's so perfect. It's just a, and it was like a nod. It was like an Easter egg. Whoever, whoever picked that name knows, if you know what I mean. But yeah, he was such a cultural phenomenon at the time. Yeah, just one of the most prolific scorers in NBA. He's a career 26.7 a game. Uh, his playoff career score on average, 29.7 points a game, second only to Michael Jordan. I mean, that's, that's nuts, isn't it? To say he only got to the finals once as well. Yeah. Um, MVP in the 2001 season, and obviously with Suchet got to the finals. Um, but didn't go well after he left Philly, really. Um, no. It was Denver, where it looked like it was might work for a bit there with uh, with Carmelo and stuff but um, again just it was when it fell off it was going to be pretty rapid and it yeah turned out that way didn't it yeah he had that he, stick on the pistons and, uh, and the Allen could never exist in a world other than the one he was the centre of he was never going to be a role player was he no, no. but not even that he couldn't he couldn't no. be one of two stars on a team it's a bit like what you see with Russell Westbrook yeah, because now that's obviously happening, isn't it? Where he can't accept he can't coexist not being the dominant ball handler when his skills obviously, but also don't require that anymore. Also, as we know f- from later stuff with the stuff about yeah practice, we're talking about practice, the stories of not being sober, turning up that like that needs an organization that's willing to tolerate a whole lot of things. That if you then just pick that up and move to somewhere else. They're not going to take that. So as soon as he'd left that environment that was built all the way around, as soon as that day had gone for him in the league, and this is the same with Rusty, as soon as that day is done when you're one of those players where everything is built around you, if you don't have, if you've not grown up enough to adapt, then you're going to die. Now the end came pretty quickly, didn't it? It does. It yeah. does. You fall right off. Gilbert Arenas, if you know what I mean. Like, there's many players who've had these like lightning few years, but not many of them sustained it for as long as he did. That's that's the thing that like it was. It felt obvious they were never going to win a title that way. You yeah. couldn't win a title that way in the same way Kobe couldn't win a title without Shaq. Like mm. it, it was all what. Was this Eric Snow and Matt Geiger? If you know what I mean, what Theo Ratliff and all that? They've never, it was never part of a partnership. Well, they leaned into Matombo being the anchor, didn't they? And they were going to win. I passed it, Matombo. It, it, it was, was like 47 was, by then. <laughs> but there was never really even like a second score. I mean, no. there was Larry Hughes briefly, didn't they, and stuff. And yeah. the Stackhouse thing didn't work out. That didn't on, work out again. Like he never coexisted, so it never felt like it could actually win. Yeah. It's just like we were talking with Luca earlier. AI is the greatest example of how one guy on his own tried to bend the entire like league to his will. Mm. And it, it just didn't work. It got close, but didn't work. Yeah, even though it's like they brought Chris Webber in where he, when he... He was washed. Done, and his knees were fucked, weren't they? Yep, no. it just never worked. You couldn't get anything with him. No, but um, as far as just highlights and players to watch, he's, he's in the Sean Kemp 
wonderful. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an incredible player to Ridiculous. watch. Yeah. And like this. So you listen to the you listen to the thing now. All the basketball podcasts I've listened to this last week or so have been about Luka Doncic taking it to LeBron the other night in the fourth quarter. Actually, like, I want you taking it on. First game, AI, Jordan, I'm going to cross you up. Yeah, yeah. If you know what and I mean. Like Jordan wasn't at the point that LeBron is now in his career. Either, you know? No, no, he still had more in his tank yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. But he, like, Probably sought him out. Titles. And as yeah, soon yeah. as he got it, his eyes lit up and got him to... And that story of him biting on that crossover, mm. that is... That that was a changing of the guard. It moment. really was, wasn't it? If, yeah. and, and not in a way that Michael was happy with. Yeah. Like he wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Uh, here, you are. look, we broke a piece of ice off for you, Mike. You might want to get on that <laughs> because you're uh, not going to like where this league's going now. It's my turn. So impressive, just yeah, the singular force of his will for somebody so small as well. It's not even like he was six foot six. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, pound for pounds, a term that gets thrown around like boxing and stuff but oh then there's uh, nothing like it in the league e- yeah. ever for a dude 5'11 to take the rim and take the fucking punishment he did you know? for a decade yeah, as well yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean for exactly. a decade people talk about oh Derek Rose his MVP year probably shouldn't have been MVP that year no. And um, but what it was like what two three years he did it before he broke himself four, yeah, four time scoring champ 11 time all star yeah the uh, the Hall of Fame speech as well I mean <laughs> I don't think mind. I've laughed so much in yeah. a long time that was just just so honest and raw, just talking about Jordan and stuff and the awe in it. Yeah. Anyone who's going to bring up Rick James in their whole face. <laughs> like, wow. I remember Alonzo Mourning was just crying. He was just like, what? He's gone there. He's gone on Chappelle's show, Rick James on us. Yeah, he doesn't know. He just doesn't. Just classic. No filter. Just, I love it. Every time they see him at Sixers game or the All-Star weekend and stuff, the, the love he gets. Did you see the clip of Yanis speaking to him? Yeah. At the All-Star weekend, just saying, you made me want to play basketball kind of thing. And I was just like, really? I can believe like, that. Yeah, yeah, not Jordan. Like, you, you were the dude. And he was just like, he seems like, obviously he's had his quite, you know, well-publicised issues off the court and stuff. But he seems like a genuine, like, lovely dude. I don't know. He seems kind of unaware like of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems kind of unaware of that. And he's. Yeah. it seems like... He seems like kind of you could just sit and have a, you know, a cup of tea or a beer with or whatever. And it's, he'd, he'd that that same chill. sort of blissful yeah, yeah. ignorance that yeah, got yeah. him in so much trouble and probably made him waste so yeah. much money is yeah. kind of what's made him not be ruined by it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you still, like, if you still like the him. same idiot, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Well, luckily, Reebok was smart enough to defer... A defer lot in trust, wasn't it? Yeah. So when he's 50 in about four years' time, I think he's... Uh, like 30 million coming his way or something which is very clever on whoever's at Reebok uh, it's a smart move for them though, a smart yeah. move and they'll get his pensions out I think he'll be alright so um, but yeah just as far as I don't know just players to watch he's just right up there you know if, uh, if you're not familiar with his work you probably shouldn't listen to his podcast but uh, yeah, 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 do well, yourself a favour get yeah, on yeah just, uh, just go YouTube and right now Jesus yes an incredible player, force of nature. Especially some of the dunks in these like rookie seasons and stuff. I remember there was one game against the Sonics and he had a he had a tip dunk off a free throw miss and just yeah. came up and like arm way above the rim. You know, for a, a, a dude that high, it was um, it was like Spud Webb. That was incredible. He was you know, so how, weird. how high he could get up and stuff, and just the finishes around the rim, the kind of like John Morant now, who we've been talking about on the text quite a bit after his displays this week. It's yeah. kind of reminds me of that, but um, obviously a bit smaller. The one who reminds me the most is Luca. Okay. Luca is the first player since... Different type of player. 
No, no, I'm, I just, uh, yeah, not in the, not in that way, but in regards of like he came in the league and was just scoring twenty seven and nine away, yeah, straight yeah, away, yeah, yeah. and you were sort of waiting to see is this going to stop? Yeah, yeah, and it never stopped. If you, you know what that, I mean, he just he straight had that run in where he scored forty plus in was like five straight games as a rookie. Yeah, and I think he probably lost like four out of the five, and he got a lot of criticism. Criticism for it. Like, what do you want the guy to do? Like, yeah. you know, it's like, have you seen this roster? Like, <laughs> Stowe's not putting to it. Yeah, 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 it was just, well, it was, it was, yeah, it was one of, I've, I've not seen a player just come in and, I don't LeBron didn't do that when he was a rookie. No. It took LeBron, what, years to actually fully assert himself like that in Cleveland? Yeah, AI. Um, yeah, well documented, so it's not as though, we're not, oh, and I think someone you've never heard about here, but um, yeah, just a nod, and um, definitely one who got us. Uh, oh, for sure, I've got his rookie passes. jersey. I've yeah. got I've got the Philly jersey at home. I think I've got someone still fits tucked away somewhere. But still fits the old champion shiny one. Yeah, I never like that black one, but uh, oh yeah, I know the red one. It's rad. Remember, we had the shorts with the pockets in as well. Yeah, they were rad. Yeah, see him like stood at half court, his hands in his, his pockets. pockets. Just madness. Yeah. Just madness. It was so it wasn't my favourite era to look at, especially when he, he must have sold a lot of slam magazines for them because he was on the cover fucking all the time. Some iconic ones as well, you know, the one with the Z and the, the fro blown out. Yeah, yeah, and, and the know, ABA ball. They really lent into his uh, whole sort of style, didn't they, and stuff. And uh, yeah, Reebok did very well out of him for a while. I think. Yeah, uh, and Philly didn't do very well trading him either. No, I mean there was. Rumoured trades long before he got, actually got dealt, I think. Yeah, and it was just one of those where it was so inexplicably linked to that franchise that you needed to live and die with it mm. in the same way that the Lakers had to let Kobe go through that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a shame he left there. I was a bit disappointed when he left there. Yeah, and it just goes the same way, like when Dwayne Wade left Miami. Yeah, like, yeah. There's some franchises, and it's a bit weird because it's like they don't appreciate... It's like the dude in the office thinks that they've generated the success of the past 10 years, not the players on the court. Mm. So that they're all right, well, let's deal out now while the assets... Kind of shit I say all the time. But, oh, it, it, we're going to get the most value now. We predict he's going to fall off. But, like, he's, sometimes you owe loyalty back. And it's not just... It's not just the like the team's identity. Like, the fan base's identity is all caught up into that one player. Mm. And when that went, I don't know, the Sixers were screwed for a decade. He was a strange character. Old Pat Croce, can remember the, the Yes, the, the owner. Owner. Yeah, on his, his Holly. Bit of a, <laughs> I don't know, outlandish kind of character, wasn't he? he was but, like, but the Sixers were so screwed after that. Yeah, yeah. The Sixers were so screwed after that that they let they let Hinky come in and do that shit to him, and they were happy because again, maybe we might get a player like yeah. Iverson yeah. to hang our hats on again. I'd love to meet. So we'll draw cardboard pictures of tanks and celebrate losing for four <laughs> years. Yeah. Still not been worth it, might I add. Yeah. One player I regret never actually seeing in the flesh. Actually, I'd yes, like seen him just to see that just the ones. speed and stuff. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Never got to see him unfortunately. But uh, AI, yes. Welcome to the uh, hall. Come sit with Clarence. Yes. Your old teammate. Yeah, now he's retired. Yeah, part yourself uh, on the bench. Um, right, we'll have a quick break. and uh, quick I even, Sorry, I even watched that big three when he was supposed to be yeah, in Yeah, that didn't end well, did that it? That didn't work out well. Yeah, tardiness might have been a few issues there, but um, 
Yeah, um, we'll have a quick break and a oh, quick birthday spread before we go, Gavin. Go on, then. Uh, I've got 10 for you. Oof. Birthdays. I'll give you 40. Okay. There's a margin for error if you're familiar with the birthday spread. 10 names. You can guess the ages. You'll know, know most of these. Um, no gags. I didn't have time. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Wishing a happy birthday on Thursday just gone to Jason Tatum, Gavin. Jason Tatum. About how old he is. Jason Tatum is younger than I'd probably think. Because he is in the league about 19 or something. I think Jason Tatum is t- 24. He is 24. Very good. Yes. One for none. Uh, wishing a happy birthday today. Uh, Sunday to Hall of Famer, uh, TNT clown, former Orlando Magic Lakers center, Shaquille O'Neal, Gavin. The big man, Diesel. Um, 52. He's 50. Two for two. Two there. for two. Uh, Tatum O'Neill, we went there. Tatum O'Neill. There you go. <laughs> Movie fans. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, a guy who Shaq once famously slapped in the, in the hallway before a game. Uh, former Jazz Center Greg Ostertag. Remember that guy? Yes. Yeah, flat top. Big Ostertag, yeah. his flat top. Yeah. Uh, it's his birthday today as well. He looked very much like a villain in movies. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Always a bit of a Bond villain tonight. Uh, he was more like the bad guy in No Retreat, No Surrender, or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, the one, the one who, the one who already knows a bit of Taekwondo yeah, and kick, kicks, kicks his ass. Yeah. Reach him back there. Uh, and go way back. Video <laughs> shot, mate. I go back like my hairline these days. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was. I'm sure he fights the ghost of Bruce Lee. <laughs> well, that might be No Retreat, No Surrender too. Yeah, I'm not sure. Also, if you're interested, check out the American Ninja. Anyway, we we digress. Where goes the tag? Fifty-two. No, forty-nine. I thought I was going to say forty-nine. I was like, he was drafted after Shaq, but for some reason I feel like he's older than Shaq. But no, damn it, three for five. Five. Okay. Uh, next up. Happy birthday again today. Lots of birthdays today. Um, two-time All-Star, former NBA champ. The Finn Dog, Michael Finley. Remember him, Gavin? I do Dallas remember Mavericks. Michael Finley. My favourite Dallas Maverick. Probably yeah. the only Dallas Maverick. Uh, it's his birthday. I ever really liked. Today as well. He owned a team in Australia or something. I don't know. Do you know what I'm going to say, though? Yeah. 52. 49. Ah! So, four for eight. Four for eight. There. Um, next up. Happy birthday on Friday, just gone. Three-time All-Star, former Phoenix Guns... Uh, Phoenix Guns? <laughs> Phoenix Suns point guard, Kevin Johnson, the mayor. KJ. KJ, yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Now, KJ is older, I and think. lovely Converse. He's lovely. I had a pair of those. They were great. Really There's a Velcro across the, the middle of the foot. Fantastic the big circle of green. They were like carpet slippers. They yeah, were yeah. so comfy. They were really good, those shoes. Your feet look really small, which... I really, really liked some of my yes. favourite shoes ever, Kevin Johnson. Yeah, they should bring them back. 
some capacity. You never Come see on, any like Converse. Well, Nike on Converse now, but they've never really brought any of that 90s aero. The Larry Johnsons or any of those. Weirdly engineered stuff, wasn't it? With mm. that sort of gel bubble in the bottom. Gel circular yeah, yeah, hole yeah, in yeah. the back. Yeah. yeah. Bring that back, somebody, please. Mm. Mm. Yes, a KJ. So KJ, 57. 56, very ah. close there. So five for nine. Next up, um, former Orlando Magic point guard, um, mentioned on Tribe Called Quest Records and whatnot, Scott Skiles, remember Scotty him? Scotty Skiles. Yeah, there was a great story someone put on Twitter the other day about um, there was some coaches and league meeting with David Stern and all the coaches. Didn't he have an unfortunate incident when he was behind the scenes at Atlanta? Scott Skiles. Was, it, was he a coach? No, Didn't Danny, they bring him into? That was Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry, that was, yeah. And Scott Scott Skiles was coaching for a while though, wasn't he? He and was, he was yeah, like, yeah. They, the Bulls. It, it didn't go well wherever no, he went. It was a bit of a, a hard ass. Yeah, 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 and he was brought in for that to toughen right. up a young yeah, roster yeah, but yeah, it never worked. But there was, um, so I don't know what it's from, some book or article on Twitter the other day about there was a league meeting in 2007 about David Stern said, right, from now on, the TV coverage, we're going to have cameras in the locker rooms and stuff. Yeah. And apparently Scott Scales put his hand up and said, like, no, David, this is my sacred space. Like, you, you, I'm not having cameras in the locker room. And uh, apparently David Stern went, well, okay, so we've got, like, seven billion on offer for my broadcasting partners. Oh, we've got Scott Scales. I suggest you shut the fuck up. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> the room was really silent. <laughs> classic David Stern story. I uh, quite like it. The more I read about him, I just my someone needs to space. write. Someone needs to write a book, like yeah. a movie. Yeah, on them. Um, speaking Steve of Steve Carell uh, as David Stern, casting this now. Just going off topic. Uh, have you seen the trailer for the uh, Winning Time? Um, yes. Thingy, which uh, Jeff Perman, who we had on the uh, podcast at one point, wrote the book on the Lakers, and they spun that into yeah. a HBO series. I think yeah, Adam McKay. On. Yes, directing it. Thingy's in it as well, isn't he? Playing Jerry Buss. Um, what's his name? Like John C. Riley. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that looks good. I think it's going to be on Sky. So if you, yeah, and it's on uh, HBO, so it should be on yeah, Sky. It starts today, or is it possible? Yeah, it does start today in the states. So um, yeah, it looks pretty good. If you read the book, um, if it's anything like that, it's I read the book. It looks really well made, though. Yes, I, just, I think it's yeah. it's Adam McKay, so it'll be of a period. Yeah. So yeah, we'll look, look out for that one. Uh, hoops on. Uh, anyway, Scott Skiles, Gavin. Scott Skiles, forty-seven. Forty-seven. No, fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Ooh. Shit. Way off piece. Oh, that's um, hit me hard. That it's like dying in seafood. Six, four, what did you say? 47, 16, six for 20. So. Ooh, we could go wrong here. Yeah. Um, Eric Sleepy Floyd, remember him, Gavin? Yes. Uh, famous for scoring like 25 and a quarter when he was on the Warriors. One time All Star. Fuck. Played with the Rockets later in his career. Yep. It's his birthday today as well. So, um, care to take a stab at his age? He he crosses over into the league just as being like an old ass motherfucker as I was getting into it. Who can remember the the NBA action? Sleepy to a larger one, right at the last. Yes. Uh, he is, huh? uh, Sixty-two. He is. You've nailed it. Wow. Yes. Fantastic Ooh. work. Seven for twenty. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he was one of those that was like. There before, I had to learn about Sleepy Floyd retrospectively. Yeah, very good. Like um, Ralph Sampson. Yeah, very much so. Wishing a happy birthday tomorrow or Tuesday. <laughs> um, former Blazer, uh, three-time All-Star, former Rookie of the Year, Uncle Buck, Buck Williams. Ooh. Remember him? 
shit. Solid. I'm sure forward. Buck Williams was always 40 years old. <laughs> he looked uh, he looked like a grown up. So on, by that measure, mate. Buck Williams is about 75. <laughs> but I don't think he's old. He always looked older. Just the glasses. The glasses, but like graying and stuff. Yeah. Like, like the flat top hair. The strongest men to have. Sean Kemp once said he was the strongest man he ever played against in the league. Didn't he always? There was like four years in a row where he had like his like his his field goal percentage was like ninety three <laughs> or something because he never did out but like nah. little putbacks, putbacks and rebounds. Yeah, though. I'm sure for years he always had the best like uh, field goal percentage, like yeah. an absolutely shocking field goal percentage for that reason, eighty nine percent or something. Uh, Book Williams, fifty nine. He's sixty two. Ah, oh, uh, close. A million miles away. Not many of those. Players off that Blazers team still with us. No. Passed away, haven't they? Kevin Duckworth, Jerome Kersey. Yeah. Cliff, he's gone. I am fucking hell. Terry, Terry Porter. Looking out for Grim Reaper, isn't he? Isn't it? <laughs> Terry Porter's in, in a Zorb. <laughs> Just protected somewhere. Eight for 23, so you're well in hand here. Just throw him teardrop. Just throw him rubbish and took him a teardrop. <laughs> teardrops across uh, room. Another ex uh, rocket from those Elijah One teams. So Kenny the Jet Smith. Ooh, Kenny uh, the Jet Smith. We all know on TNT and whatnot. Um, happy birthday tomorrow to Kenny. Old Citizen Smith there. Yep. I know you won't like this. Queen's finest. I know you won't like this, but uh, I think Kenny Smith is uh, the one who has gone on to have a much better broadcasting career than actual career. Yeah, I like Kenny. He's yeah, yeah I do. Uh, it's really not good. meant to be like a, a sly dig or an insult or like anything. the brains of the operation. But yeah, 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 a lot of the time he's the one who holds it together, yeah, picks yeah. up when somebody needs to move this conversation yeah, yeah, forward yeah. at this point. Shaq's uh, just mumbling to himself. Yeah. Ernie's just out of his depth. Ernie's just become like a parody figure at this point. Yeah. I don't know, he's just like... A, He's just—he's like the cooler. Just for gags. He's just there when it gets yeah, a bit yeah. heated to be like, Do you guys." <laughs> he's like Homer Simpson, just made real. <laughs> Barkley's actually been on really good form. This yeah. Year. yeah. He just doesn't give a fuck anymore. I can't. I think. I think getting better as his liver shrivels. <laughs> it's just releasing humor into his blood. Um, did you see the dunk contest? Someone tried uh, I saw some of it, but I was like, I terrible, it was so bad. But someone tried to do the Kenny Smith, you know, the bounce tour ball between your yeah, legs yeah. off the backboard, and Kenny was just like, "You're doing it all wrong. What are you doing? It's, <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not an easy dunk. It's, it's uh, quite good." But uh, anyway, Kenny, Kenny Smith. Smith. Not as old as I thought. Actually. Yeah, Kenny Smith. Uh, Kenny the Jet. I feel like Kenny the Jet is fifty-three, fifty-seven, actually. Yeah. Right, I've got one here. You'll n- I'd never heard of him, so doubt you will have. But uh, <laughs> Clippers center play started one game in the two thousand five six season uh, from Senegal. Bonnyface and Dong. Bonnyface and Dong. <laughs> I mean, I've, I do I like actually know, I know that name. Do you? Yeah. Uh, it must be one of your NBA lives. It was. It yes. was a really old version of <laughs> NBA <laughs> Live. <laughs> I've got a couple of weird years where I know every player in the league because I just got well into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shout out to that motherfucker Matola who played for the Hawks like twice. He was my boy. (laughs) He was my boy, Earl Smith. Bonnie Face and Dong's a new one on me. Bonnie Face and Dong. Well, let's just go on the era. So what, it'd have been Stab 25 in 2005? Should have made him born in 34. 45. 45, way off. Yeah, I got yeah. my mask wrong there. I do not remember him at all. Yeah. So, no, you've just, yeah, you've... Just shaved on. 10 for... 
36, so you just shaved just under. Shaved under, yeah. Ooh. Set these lower. Very good, Gavin. Happy birthday to everyone involved there, obviously. Um, Pick yourself up, Boniface. I'm ready for playoffs. Boniface. Yeah, I don't know about you. I am. It's, it's I'm always ready weird, for playoffs. Weird fucking season. Um, all, it just get weirder and weirder as it becomes more and more absurd. Yeah, it really does. It's going to get worse and worse as players push their bodies to be more and more fit and then cartilage and ligament twangs more than it ever did before and we just end up with like we have done for getting on a decade now playoffs where none of the best players are actually fit so you build all this regular season nothing to get to the end which is your golden ticket product but by the time you get there none of the players you want to see are in any way healthy so you're just doing your product a disservice Ben Simmons thing continues to uh, amuse me. Well, I mean, we could have guessed he, he wasn't going to show his face before the Philly game. Yeah, we? no, definitely not before that game. Yeah. Definitely not before that game. Strangely wired individual. It may well be. It may well be. Um, but, you know, you can't, you can't use mental illness as the reason and then be like, oh, yeah, I snapped out of it. Yeah. It doesn't work I that way. I don't any of that shit with him, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't ever want to say somebody is or isn't with that no. stuff it's not for me to judge or say that I'd say it doesn't look good for his basketball career but I'd say that it looks far less damaging than it would to me than Kyrie Irving's fucking bullshit I wouldn't I'd be far more annoyed at Kyrie Irving than well I think that's why Harden wanted out yeah, yeah yeah oh you could but you won't because you what what if you know I mean what what Whatever it is, this little thing is more important to carry them than why the rest of us are all here. So, yeah, I'm not going to be here any longer. And you can do with this. I don't know. I do think Mr. Irving is one of the most overhyped and overregarded players in NBA history. Mm. Certainly doesn't seem to make the players around him better. What did he do in Cleveland before LeBron got there? Mm. What did he do in Cleveland before LeBron got there? They were... What? Never made the playoffs. Third they? bottom in the East yeah. every year. And I think that is what would happen if he was given his own team again because his game isn't conducive to mm. other people being involved no. unless he wants them to. No. So it's I, strange how Brooklyn have gone from this when we went to see him a few years ago. They were a plucky, plucky team score, all on the yeah, right yeah. thing. It's just, you know, he's buying, throwing money at the wrong stuff, trying to like jump steps. I don't even... I think Sean Marks believes the shit he comes out with in these press conferences when I see him in interviews and stuff. And now it's like, you, I'm sure you don't think that. It's like, you know, it's just, we've got in bed with these people and we're kind of stuck. It doesn't it. feel like it, yeah. It no. feels like, because he started out doing the what seemed like a really good yeah, job yeah, where yeah. you could see pragmatic sort of really choices being made there, you know, but until this, until yeah. Kevin Durant turned well, until up. Until you give the players all the power. Yeah, and then you're screwed, mm. basically. And now they're just banjaxed. I don't, I don't know why they're good. I don't know... I don't, like, it's like they just assume that because you've got good players, people will, like, want to watch you now. You'll be popular as a brand because nobody in New York necessarily cares. So, well, let's try the the larger market. So we'll have these two. But what you've actually done is you've hitched your wagons to two really petty pricks. Really, really petty pricks. Like one guy who won't have a fucking vaccine for the sake of it, and another guy who's probably still got fake Twitter accounts because he gets really prickly if someone <laughs> says Kevin Durant didn't play that good. He's, he'll probably send us a fucking email insulting me now, if you know what I mean, because he's got no better to do with his time. 
So I just think, yeah, um, I don't see it's how Brooklyn ever works out. And if I'm honest, I don't want it to work out for him. Brooklyn's a strange place as well, because you'd imagine anyone who born there and grew up there is obviously going to be a Knicks fan. And they've mm. obviously got a lot of transplants. And there who are probably, if they're from somewhere... More likely States, Timberwolves fans. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? And then, like, you know, people that we know from this country and stuff, then... Not tourist tickets, that's what they sell, yeah. It's yeah. a tourist thing, isn't it? It's not particularly hard to get tickets there either, you know. So I imagine there are more people uh, around the globe who their first NBA game is a Brooklyn Nets game mm. than there are people in Brooklyn. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I imagine that far more tourists go there and are like, oh, yeah, I, I like Hannah. Oh, I, I went to a Nets game. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody goes to a Nets game when you're in New York. Yeah. It's like getting a hot dog by the road. <laughs> And then dysentery after that. <laughs> yeah, hold tight in the Ukraine, and um, hopefully we'll be back for another podcast soon. Uh, check us out in all the usual places. And when the playoffs uh, come, hopefully. Yeah, if not it comes, not long now. Is it? How long is it? Six weeks or so. so what's that? What seventy-five more games <laughs> each? It's weird how they have the All Star break now, and it's actually like over two thirds of the way through the season. It's it's quite odd. So yeah, bring it on the playoffs. I think finally. I'm still not a fan of this playing thing, but. No, well, as I've said before, um, isn't the regular season the play the, the playing tournament? Is that not what that is? If you know what I mean, and and why would a team who, why would a team who performs better over two games in April deserve a place in the playoffs over a team that demonstrably performed better over the whole season to get there? And if that's the case, why don't you just have some sort of tournament of like everybody plays each other? Oh, wait a minute. You mean like every other sports league it's does? Is it really is. Oh, apparently there's been a Zion sighting. Apparently he's, uh, apparently he's shown his face in New Orleans. Uh, Rumours we might see the big lad. But it won't play basketball <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, eating gumbo, possibly. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how big he is. Because um, he seems to disappear. But, uh, yeah, we shall see. Maybe next time we're on the pod. We'll Shout out to that, that that's done. Yeah. Already, even it even a good time when a, when his fucking sneaker exploded <laughs> off his foot. I always thought that was a bit yeah. warning sign. Yeah, yeah, well, this is the thing. Built for this. Nothing about what he did wasn't like waving red flags. <laughs> the, uh, I, like even my most but my most super cynical self didn't envisage it being this washed this quick. No. And I don't. If someone can point to me the example of where a lad so young has been so blighted by injuries in this first few years in the league and come back to have a successful, mm. re- like, actual career career, I'd like Oden, to see got, it. Got a Greg Oden vibe to it already, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that because I don't recall it. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see it ending well. Um, we've been over this several times. So. We shall see. Um, also, also... In our uh, in our alternative all stars last week, has Brandon Ingram become the most like overlooked person in the league? Yeah, I mean, you just don't watch many Pelicans. Nobody games. does. That's uh, what I mean. And he's like, "You're crap because you're not Zion." Mm. Is his? But he puts it on for them regularly and consistently. Mm. He's, he's like the most. Un, he's like the most big. He's taken over the. What used to be the Tobias Harris before Tobias Harris got paid? I think he's a lot better than Tobias Harris. Me too. But you know that time when he was carrying the, the Clippers? Yeah, yeah. That, that period where he was carrying the Clippers. And it was like, God, he's much better than people think, you know. CJ's having a lovely old time there as well, isn't he? Right, Gavin, any more for any more? Is that us? I think that's about us. All right. Okay. Um, until next time, peace out. Goodbye.